Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Stephen Nelson. I'm joined by Tarzan and uh, Jay. Hi, mate. Yay. Oh. Nicely. Nicely done there. I like what you did there. It's accidental, yeah. but I'm rolling with it. Tarzan and Jay, you not like that one? Tarzan and Jane, that's the joke. Yeah. Shut up, Joe. I love it. Yeah. I love it, Steve. <laughs> you look like you're in a boxing, Shut up, a boxing gym. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're a part owner of one anyway. <laughs> How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Thank good. Good. How are you doing, Jay? Yeah, I'm very good, mate. Very good indeed. Mm. It's always a good mm. day when you beat the scouts, isn't it? The yeah. Before and I, I can dine out on that for at least 48 hours, if not a little bit Minimum, longer. Yeah. Easy, depending yeah. on how big so the game is. Nil-nil yeah. the fuck out of Chef United. Yeah, and then it's back to despair and you know, <laughs> despondency. You'll cruise on that. I'll cruise on that Liverpool win definitely until Chef United again. Definitely. It's all about 75th minute mark. Yeah, <laughs> we're one nil down, <laughs> and then we struggle for a, a, yeah. a draw. Sit there for a bit, going, yeah. I mean, we're losing today, but a bit Liverpool. Yeah. Until the game's over, and you'll be like, oh, shit, that. <laughs> what, we t- what are we talking about today, Steve? Um, well, on the thumbnail, which yeah. I saw just then, was um, was Frank Lampard, now unemployed, and um, yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Full-time employment. Full-time employment. A lot of people had a lot of shit to say about those two coming into this season. Yeah. And I'm not going to revel in a man losing his job, although, let's be honest, I think his rent's covered. Yeah, he's doing all right. I don't yeah. really think he's Pretty about sure him. it's one of those, like, £5 million mm. fuck-offs rather than the... Good luck eating for the rest of the week. Fuck offs. Yeah, exactly. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And, and he's and he's probably still got his uh, you know Premier League money rolling in. He's probably still getting some Premier League money. money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as in <laughs> he's got enough money in the bank still from when he was playing in the Premier League. Oh. I don't I mean don't, like the Premier I League are paying so. him. Yeah. He's got to have at least ten million in the bank. Yeah. Oh, do you like his thing like X percentage of NFL players are, like bankrupt within three years? Yeah. yeah. I wonder what the Premier League player is. I reckon you don't it's really high. hear of it. I reckon it's high. Maybe you don't hear of it. No, but there's. A, you hear some horror stories, don't you, that come out about players being sort of struggling. But I reckon there's quite a lot who make bad investments, don't get the taxes in order, sort of spend money like that mm. whilst they're playing and then it runs out. You mm. know, and you look at the percentage of players that actually go on to be pundits and coaches, it's only a small percent, isn't it? 
think. Well, yeah, that. because as we said this morning, half of them are on different channels. Like, yeah, there's, there's how, a, there's how is he? Number. No names named. How is he on every fucking channel? Yes. How is that person that isn't Stephen Warnock necessarily <laughs> <laughs> on um, every channel? <laughs> let's talk a bit about Social and Lampard then. Okay. You see the record there playing against each other. We've United have won four, drawn two, lost only one. Admittedly, it was the FA Cup semi-final, so you <gasps> could maybe say the most important one. Yeah, but we, we definitely so found We it made a decision. We made a tactical decision to focus on the league, I think. Yeah. I think we went for the Euro- uh, for the Europa, and I think we went for the the League Top Cup four. semi. Um, and we got tated by City, and we got tated by the ref in the Sevilla game. Mm. And we was like... You lot play against Chelsea. Which I'm disappointed in, to be honest. I'm not going to revel in it. I, I'd rather us win the FA Cup. I like yeah. the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a weird trophy, isn't it, the FA Cup? Because it, it, people, to a lot of people, it's, it's only, it's roughly as big as the League Cup to, I think, maybe a young generation. Yeah, because Champions League, four places yeah. of Champions League. Champions League is the way you need to be. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Who cares? But for anyone, you know, over 25, probably, yeah. when you watch this, you know, they... I hate that they don't make a full day of it. I want to see what they had for breakfast. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to show me the hotels. Yeah, yeah. show me like, driving in the night Correct. Before. This is yeah. everything that it's about. Like, the FA Cup should not be on the same day as the rest of the league fixtures. What a load of bollocks that is. Mm. No, the, it's the, the FA Cup, right? Yeah. Hashtag are in it, for fuck's sake. There's thousands of clubs that enter it's this so thing. Good. It's right? so good. The whole footballing community of England should come together and watch the FA Cup final. England and some Welsh teams. Yeah, England and some... Don't get me started on that, right? Because there's some <laughs> right fucked up shit where like, people play in the Welsh Premier, but they play in England and like, the Scottish... I think it'd be good if the FA got... Cup had all of Britain in it, to be honest. League Cup, let's do that with the League Cup. Yeah, the League Cup, and it's every, every team in Britain. So Wales, Scotland... Have Northern that's Ireland how you revive if, if, that, if that absolute fucking that, plastic yeah. bag of shit. But that'd be incredible, wouldn't yeah. it? You might like Celtic fucking Swansea in the final. That'd be ace. I'd in, love that in, in, the the, in, in the League Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Just the League Cup. The FA Cup is still in because there's enough Yeah, teams. not just like the Rangers and Celtic thing, like I always says. No, put yeah. all the Scottish teams in yeah. and watch Middlesbrough dunk 17 past one of them yeah. because they're shite. Yeah, Aberystwyth just got pummeled. <laughs> by, by who? Cheltenham. Luton. <laughs> yeah, that'd be ace. Cheltenham put 24 past them because they're all professional. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. I think that'd be... I would love a, a competition like that anyway and yeah. it would add an extra element to it. And then you've got... Because, let's be honest, Rangers and Celtic are... They're coming down dressed like they did with William Wallace, right? And they're having it. They're, they're, they think this is the biggest trophy ever. Mm. And United are still playing an under 23s in it. It's going to be hilarious. It'd be great. It'd be um, I'd, I'd put a strong team out for Rangers. Let's I would. Uh, versus no, I'm Lampard. enjoying this. I'm still, I'm still enjoying it. I'm, well. I'm still angry that they cost us our parade. Yeah. For people who don't know, then obviously, what well, in what 2008, you're about? we won the Champions League and the Premier League. Second time we've done that. Happened. And we're still the only English club to ever do it. Um, and we wouldn't have, would have had a parade, but we Rangers had the, played Zenit at yeah, the Council House. Yeah, in the Europa League or the UEFA Cup, whatever it was called then, and decided to smash up the city centre because they got beat. Well, and yeah, then, down the yeah, street. Just down the road. And then Greater Manchester Police were like, well, Gardens. because Rangers have Gardens. come here and smashed up the, the gardens. They fucked it. Oh, mate, it was what horrible. Was it? Sorry, say that again. I didn't hear that. There was a big old telly in the gardens. Was it? Yeah. yeah. And like 50,000 of them came down. Yeah. Only like 12,000 of them got tickets. So the rest of them were in the gardens smashing their shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and a Greater Manchester Police went, right, okay, because Rangers fans have come here, got beat and smashed up the gaff, we can't possibly let 
United fans celebrate S- one of the greatest achievements in the history for 15 of years English there. football. Yeah. So we're not having any parades until City win the FA Cup, then we'll bring parades back in again. That's a shame, isn't it? Wank Joseph. That's a real shame. Um, let's I'm going to keep derailing this and keep talking about the FA Cup. Well, we can talk about the FA Cup but more the, in a bit. But you bit, should, though, man. Three o'clock, fuck 5.15. Who the fucking hell decided that was a time for football Mate, to start? Horrible. That's minging getting Shite. old. Shite. Yeah, well. not only that, think about the fans that have got to go to Wembley because they're mm. mostly from the Northwest. Yes. Right? You've got three o'clock kickoff, whole day build up, the whole country stops playing to fucking watch it. Yeah. That's what it should be. Should be the Premier League finished, FA Cup's the next week. Yes. Mm. That'd be great. That's what it's supposed to be. Uh, why is it? Why is it changed? Just money. Money, yeah. yeah let's, because no, now they don't give a fuck about it. You get about fucking a million quid for winning it, which you literally yeah. get for like having your game televised, right, in the Premier League. So no one cares about it no more. You want the people talk about United uh, ruining the thingy in the FA Cup. United was told to drop out the FA Cup in 2000 to go and help England's World Cup 2006 bid by that going well, that didn't it? bullshit tournament in Brazil that we lost. That Fergie never wanted to go to. Yeah. Uh, so we had to drop out the FA Cup. Do you like where Liverpool was allowed to play fucking kids and Did stuff both. like that? Yeah. yeah. We said, well, what if we just play a weekend team? And they're like, you're not allowed. It's in the rules that it's you're not illegal. allowed to do that. Yeah. So we said, all right, what if the team that wins a treble gets a bite to the fourth round of the FA Cup? And they were like, oh, you can't do that. Oh, fuck off then. Yeah, and then people bring you up twenty years later, like, like United decide. Like the FA Cup. they got like Simon fucking Weston and Tara Palmer Tompkinson going like, I think United have ruined the FA Cup. Barry Norman, who the fuck are you for starters? Barry Norman was on the cover as well. That cover you're talking about, yeah, the mirror is cover. It the mirror, yeah, yeah, like the film critic who was like seventy. Yeah, he was outraged. Caprice, <laughs> Caprice, the model. Couldn't here's sleep here's what night. Caprice thinks. Yeah, about United, United dropping United out the, the FA, FA Cup. Cup. Fuck off. Hey, I think it's outrageous. Says Caprice. That's just last month. I think it's outrageous. You're asked. Yeah. When was this? 90, 2000. 2000. So you found it on the front page of the Daily Mirror. The same Unbelievable. Was it, was it the Daily Mirror that did the dartboard at Beckett? Yep. So they've got a great track record on the front page. Oh, it might have been the sun, the sun, actually. actually. Sorry, yeah. The sun. They're all yeah. red tops. They can all get in the fucking Yeah, bin. exactly. Um, instead of red tops, blue tops, Frank Lampard. Wears a blue t-shirt and that because he's Chelsea Why player. is the FA Cup treated like a second How many of them do you think you can name off that front cover? Go on. You've got three, ready. You've got Simon Weston. You've got Caprice. You've got Barry Norman. No. Oh. I've got two. Oh, I've got, I've two got one. Oh, what's it called? Go on. Go on. Guy at Specs and like was caught banging two. in a Chelsea kit. What's he called? David Meller. Was he one of them? Yes. Yes! Oh, fucking good, mate. Go on. Who have you got? <laughs> from you Noel Edmonds. Isn't, Noel Edmonds. Chris Tarrant. Noel Edmonds, yes. Chris I think I'll give you both of them. Go on. Was Timmy Mallet? No. Oh, go was on. it one of them? The wife of... Some soldier that had been <laughs> like captured in a foreign country and then released. Terry Waits' wife. Terry Waits' like wife, or something. I think it was a wife. The war widow, sort of thing. Sorry, apologies to her. But no, yes, I think, um, I think she was. I, on I know it. one of them was Darren Day. From you know, took a time out from his F- pantomime season. Famous for what? Hanging out yeah. the back of Suzanne Shaw. Another one. What was the fuck? Rent a Stoke gobshite Nick Hancock. He used to be on the telly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there as well. Um, I think I think Lineker might have even got involved. So to, to be clear, to anyone who isn't. Yeah. Quite. It was at thirty at least. There was a front Newspapers were a thing that used to be like. It was like Twitter. You crack on, but you could burn it. I've got it on my Twitter somewhere. I'm gonna find it. Google Mirror front page. The Daily Mirror and their front page was an interview or partial quotes from about fifteen different so-called celebrities that were asked about what do you think? Tara Palmer, Tompkinson, Manchester United not being in the FA Cup this year, and they were all like. They couldn't believe it. it was a disgrace. They could barely believe their Honestly, eyes. Honestly, it's proper rent a quote. Yeah. I'm trying to find it now. I've got a thing here. You're it... well slow. Right, just 
Your Googling needs more work. Right, yeah. all right. Tell me what to with Google. With your big right. new phone. Mirror, so, mirror, Man United, FA Cup, 2000, front page. Images. Brilliant. Thank you. Caprice. I thought you said you already had this, Jay. I thought you said... I, I had it on my Twitter, yeah, but I thought you two were going to chat. You know how fucking worthy buy, on Twitter? To that's, buy me some time. About yeah, and then it was like... 1,300 thumb scrolls. Yeah, just in his media bit. Have you got it? I mean, the, the, the right, I found no it. one owns right, Mercy, I found it. it. Right. So talk I'm going to give it. right. I'm going to give you some clues. You get them, right? So who have we got so far? Right, you've got Barry, Barry Norman. I got Nick Hancock, Dave Darren Bell, Day, Simon Bell. Weston. Oh no, you got the wrong. You got the wrong it girl. The wrong it girl. Oh, was it um, Kate Moss? Tamara Beckwith. Tamara you Beckwith. got the hero's widow. That's what she's called on here. It How just bad says, is it that hero's, her about hero's it? widow. Who did she say? Right. What was her quote? Her's, her who quote is, the hero's is, widow? I was shocked when I heard. It's so sad. <laughs> who is she though? Is she no sad? <laughs> Who's she the widow of? It's, I don't, her name's Francine Lawrence. Francis Lawrence. Right, here's a good one for you as well. You won't get this. Lottery winner. Lottery winner, Mark Gardner. Lottery winner, Flank Frank Lampard. Yeah. It's an insult to other clubs if they don't play. Right. We'll he's go around and see if you can get one. One of them's the film star, but he's also a footballer. Billy Jones. Yes. He said, Nice. The FA Cup should never be degraded for anything. Um, one of them. True story. One of them's the Prime Minister. Was it, at the time, was it John Major? No. No, it was Tony Blair, I think. At the yeah. Time. Right. I love this because it sounds no, like. I, I love it because it sounds like a bit of a threat from our Tony here. We must sort it out and United can sort it. Hey, right. Tell you what, you're going to sort it. You sort it. And the I government, won't have to ask you the again, government yeah. literally told, this came out a couple of years afterwards. The government literally said to Manchester United, you need to withdraw from the FA Cup because our World Cup bid rests on the fact that we're supporting a FIFA sort of competition. It was a FIFA competition. Mm. FIFA World Club Cup, I think it was actually called. There's, there's, a, there's a cricket hero, you may guess. Both of both Yes, he's all over this, beefy. is it? Yeah. Beefy. Yeah, beefy. Oh, oh he's, he's, he's taking quite a hard line on it. He says if they don't play this year, they should never play again. Bring so, back Angin. Permanent banning <laughs> from the FA Cup. <laughs> Cheers for that. Um, if you're not playing now, you're, that's it. That's I'm it. going to send this to Callum. So I'm going to send it to him so he can... Get it on Insane. the screen so people can see what, so you go, what we're oh, on about. Have United always been about the people that make the clicks? Nope. I mean, yeah. I mean, shut up. Yeah. Something like that. Do you agree that, were you annoyed at the time? What were your thoughts on it at the time? At the time, 16-year-old Steve, or it might have been 15, 15, 16-year-old Steve. I've said I, that to you. I was more confused. Why? What, what, with your emotions and going through your no. sexual sexuality? And <laughs> I remember. Like, I remember the mirror. Finding your feet, you know. The mirror literally did like a diary, like a yeah. calend- calendre in the back. And it was like the three games that we had to play in the FIFA World Club Cup. And it's like possible third round, possible fourth round sort of thing. And you're like, honestly, this is a piss take. Mm-hmm. And Fergie was like, all right, I'll take half a squad and fill it with academy players to that. And I'll take half a squad at home with other academy players and I'll do both fixtures like half-assed and they were like, no, you can't do that. You need to take like Beckham, Skulls, Keane, <laughs> take them all, take them all Brazil. And I remember all the TV footage at the time, so much of like, because Beckham was the, 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 camera, the, the camera at the time. Just Beckham just bored out his fucking box walking around Brazil. With sunglasses on and flip-flops. It was With like, pointless a, you just used to walk around as a squad. I don't know where that became a thing. Just like 25 blokes walking around. You in the World Cup as well, you'd see that a lot. It's just well, like, we're all in a new country together. We couldn't possibly <laughs> be by ourselves. Like you're, a, like it's literally like a school trip in it. Dog Let's shit. Walk around like that. 
Where are we? Like you're pointing at something over there. Oh, like, yeah. Christ the Redeemer. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Can I go cool. home yet? Look at that. <laughs> walked, where'd you walk to? At McDonald's. We wanted to take in the culture. Um, yeah. yeah. Played at so the Maracanã. We'll we we'll did play at the Maracanã. I think that might be the first and only time United have played Should at the Maracanã. Probably. It, it was always 150,000 it held. I think it, at one point it held 200. What? Really? On, on, can you on, on like one day. Yeah, like the so 19, have, was it the 1950 World Cup? Maybe. Something like that. Was that was, was it in Brazil? It's 1950 World Cup, potentially. Um, and it held like 200k. Can you imagine a queue for the shitters? It's go. on screen. There you go. You can see it. There's the front page of the mirror. Look at this. Look Should United up. be in the cup? Who the fuck is Mark Gardner? He's the lottery winner. Oh. And I need lottery. to know his opinions on football. Sharon Davis. The Olympic swimmer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Falkland's hero, Steve. Simon yeah. Weston sends me a birthday message every year. Does he? A hundred mile an hour true story. Why? I, I'll show you on my phone. It's over there though. Interesting. I don't know why. And I've replied to him sometimes and he never replies to your reply. Is and then the an next year, he's just got like, like a that. website called like soldierbirthdays.com <laughs> and he sends fucking everyone one. Maybe. Or is he a United fan? Maybe that's why they asked him. Oh no, that it, that isn't the link there. No, like there's no link here. It's li no, literally there's no links. This is pre-Twitter. This is what we had to go through pre-Twitter. This these would have just been tweets in this day and age. Yeah. Mm. That would have been the end of it. Then it was back on the front page of a national newspaper with a little blurb and a picture. Mate, I of remember him. being like, you know, 15, 16 and just confused. Mm. Like what is go what is going down where I'm hearing, you know, Tamara Beckwith's opinion on Manchester United not playing in the FA Cup. You know what I mean? She took time out from her busy schedule to tell us what she thinks about Manchester United not playing the FA Cup. Mad. Ridiculous. Absolutely Outrageous. Mad. Shall we talk a little bit about Lampard and Solskjaer? Yeah, probably about another 15 minutes, I reckon. Yeah, let's consider what's your favourite FA Cup member? No, but let's talk My about My favourite FA Cup member. We should talk about it because... Oh, oh we won it. We won an FA Cup. There's his favourite memory. Maybe. Beating the Scousers in the 90s and that. Got Cantonars and no, stuff. No, do you know my Come personal on, one? Jake, my yeah. personal one. use 94, semi-final replay. No, Wavy yeah. just said that. That is actually my one I was going to say. I was at that game. Was it? And I had a bloody nose when I left it because the guy next to me, who I didn't know, hugged me that tight. Remember, remember when you could like be... Wait a second, wait a second. Just one sec. Did he hug your nose and it broke it? Or did he hug your belly and your nose started bleeding like a big tube of toothpaste? Right. He hugged my nose. I don't know if it broke, but it, like blood was everywhere. I didn't <laughs> he care. hugged my nose. He hugged my face. Yeah. James to get nosebleeds in the night for different yeah, yeah. reasons. I thought he squeezed him in the middle and his head just burst. <laughs> no. See, that, you, you was talking then. That went right over your head. Yeah, I used to get nosebleeds in the night. Drugs. Different yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I was being a well, bit more subtle. Oh, sorry. Not drugs. It doesn't matter anyway. When I had my rhinoplasty, they actually said my nose was broken, but I don't know if that's what broke it. Oh. So, it, good it news and bad news. Then, yeah. That, that's Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, he hugged me. That was my favourite memory, Mark. Because I was, I was 14 as well. You know when you're like that age and you get emotion when you think you're going to lose? And you're like, because I've been yeah, to Wembley. Oh, you mean exactly like McCullough is now? Yeah. Yeah, I I'd, I'd been to Wembley to see us get beat off Villa in the League Cup final, and that was hard to take. And then it was like, I'm a jinx. I'm never coming back here again. And then Sparky pops up. What was your first time at Wembley? Um, it was the Charity Shield that early that season when we drew one all and then won on penalties. The first time it wasn't shared when it was a draw, it went to penalties. Yep, first time. I remember that when they brought that in. Yes. Um, mine was 1991. Oh, which was a good year, as we mate, know. you're in there early, son. Uh, 1991. Um, lost to Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, that was John Sheridan one, wasn't it? Yeah, cried. Brian McLeod tells me he still gets grief for Fergie for that. <laughs> <laughs> said he was sat. He said he was sat eating with Fergie, right? No word of lie. This is what he told me his true story. When we get getting him on, because we've been miring him to come on, he can tell us. We're it doing himself. like a three-hour special. With yeah, him. he don't know that yet. Though. He said he was sat like in like 2009 in the canteen in Carrington. World champions. Yeah, eating his dinner. 
with Fergie. <laughs> Bigger fish to fry, you might say. Yeah. Uh, and Fergie just says to him, and fucking you at Wembley. <laughs> you, let, you let him go and he got that goal. Like, Excuse me, what? Chuck is like, when? what? He's <laughs> like, 91. He went, oh, right, yeah, yeah. He went, okay. It's 18 years ago. <laughs> Sorry. Still matters. Still matters. I did score the winner the next year. That counts. Yeah. Didn't get to go to that one. Did you not? Well, I no, didn't go to until 93. Do you remember Club Call, Jay? I do remember Club Call, Steve. Yeah, Steve, in 1992, ran up an £88 bill on Club Call. What is Club Call? Yeah, so I don't know fucking for anyone who wasn't know, born, for anyone who is before 40. the internet was a thing, right? Yeah. You used to have a, a premium 0898 number, which you would ring up and they'd be like, "Manchester United are rumored to be signing Tony Daly." <laughs> <laughs> Manchester United's last five results are Southampton three two. Manchester City, nil, <laughs> nil. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Keep going, I was loving this. Yeah. <laughs> it's about three quid a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking six-year-old Steve in the morning, like, ah, let's see what's going on with that Tony Daly fella. Hello. <laughs> 90 quid. That fucking levered me. And sold my Wembley ticket for 92 to pay for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's hard that's, punishment. That's brutal, that, isn't it? That is brutal. And... Got back the next day because obviously going to Wembley, as you know, that's a, I'll see you tomorrow trip yeah, for a yeah, fucking seven-year-old. I come down, there's the program from Wembley and um, and a fucking little hat, like, I'd have, I, here's what you could have won. <laughs> I mean, I'd have levered you for the 90 quid phone bill, but I'd have probably still let you go to Wembley, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's a hard man, Mr. Yeah, Housen. <laughs> you know, to be fair though, you, ring, quid phone you bill. ringing up Club Call to find out that we're is not Club, signing Tony Club Daly. Was Club ran by United or was it like a third party thing? It might have been like both. CFAX. It might have been. Yeah, it might have been like there was one, like a digit change for every mm. different club in, in the, the back country. of a magazine you'd find it, that sort of thing, Max Power. I think it might have been in the program though. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. Club Call. It was like, it was up there with United Radio, do you remember that? Um, uh, th uh, 14, 13 AM. Well, you could only get it if you were like stood next to Old Trafford. You get it around about, <laughs> do you know where the, the Old Trafford yeah. Metrolink is? The fishing rod with yeah. the ra radio was, set next literally, to it. Literally, mate, I lived in Pyton, like at the time, which was like four miles away. You'd get it on Ayers Road. <laughs> we used to park on Ayers Road. You could see Old Trafford from your top window yeah, and you can't even yeah. get the radio station. Ayers <laughs> Road's where the um, Metrolink depot is now, right? Which is literally at the back of the cricket ground, which is literally on the same street as Old Trafford, <laughs> right? And I don't know where the mast was. But we didn't get it at our house, which is in Dralston, which is five mile away, right? But yeah. you'd get it on Ayers Road. So do you want to think my dad did some mental shit at some times? Like we'd sit in the car and listen to it. Really? Just like we'd go like half an hour early and just sit in the car to listen to fucking United Radio. It, it, it ran from like two hours before kickoff to an hour after the game. And that was it as well. It was like... <laughs> Who, Four who, hours of programming from like, was a one-mile radius. Oh, it was someone from like Q103 that was the host. Was it Tom Tyrrell? Tom Tyrrell not do it? Uh, I don't know who it was, but it was someone who was on Q103. Yeah. Because I remember hearing him at one point. Tom Tyrrell on in those oh. days was the United correspondent. And my old boss used to work with him. They had David Meek on it a couple of times yeah. as well. And he always says, you know Rest the first time we won the league? You know when Villa got beat off Oldham? Tom Tyrrell was a United reporter and he'd gone out for the day golfing. <laughs> Like Fergie, not with him, but like him, because he said, you're not going to win the league today, don't be stupid. <laughs> and my boss couldn't find him because this was pre-mobile phones. It's like, you're not going to win the league. Take me back, so United correspondent. he could be winning the league. Yeah, and he, he just goes, that ain't happening. Yeah, that's what he All said. All it is, is one team to lose and us yeah, to win. Yeah. And they've won it. That, no, no, no chance. No, no. Oldham, Them just to lose. Oldham, <laughs> if Oldham beat Villa, United <laughs> champions, but he was like, 
Oldham won't be Villa in a relegation zone. And stupid. I'm so confident yeah. that I will not even be available yeah, for work. He was, he's like my boss who was like young at the time. So, <laughs> well, not young, but, you know, wasn't the United correspondent. Had to sort himself. Um, we've What's got this? some super chats before Steve's CIA's ringing stay. Uh, Mahmoud Hassan said, not sure about Tuchel. Apparently Chelsea sent someone to Norway to look for a PE teacher. That's the best place to find. If you want, if you want a good manager... You send him to Norway, get a PE teacher. Got another super chat as well. Peter Kelly uh, says it oh, was the Inter Intercontinental Cup in '99, which we won. Then again in '08, uh, when it was changed to the Club World Cup, and everyone said it's a Mickey Mouse Cup. Liverpool won it, and everyone says how great it that, is. And that, it was also called the FIFA Club World Club Cup Championship. That was different. Well. That the, the, yeah, the Intercontinental Brazil. thing, which we yeah, did win, but right. there was another tournament that they mm. made us enter yeah. that we didn't want to go in. That's why we say once more than England world champions twice. Yeah. Uh, we've got another super chat as well. I believe there's one before that. Um, if we can go back, hopefully be able to get that in there. There was another one uh, that I didn't get a chance to read out. Um, we'll find that and I'll read that one out as well. Let's talk a little bit about the Chelsea situation. Oh. I know you like the FA Cup and we all like the FA Cup. We're through to the fifth round. We, we was doing that. some good reminiscing then. You were, but it's been interrupted by super chats and that's what people want to talk about. A lot of comments talking about Chelsea. Let's talk a little bit about Chelsea. First of all, Steve, give me your opinion on the fact that Lampard's been sacked. Do you think it's justified? Should he have been given more time? Uh, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts on that situation? Um, I think he definitely should have been doing better with what was at his disposal because he, he had a, a good squad and he added yeah. a lot to it. But on one hand, I would say, look, those signings do need a time to bed in. Yeah. And I think he was in a rush to just sling them all in and see what could happen. Um, and I think he upset the apple cart a little bit. Team chemistry is massive. You know, there's a reason why people like Dean Smith have got Villa like within touching distance of third. Yeah, well, it's because that's, that's been uh, a consistent team and they know their jobs. And, and I think at the highest, highest level, there's so much... You know, people take the piss on you and say, oh, he's just vibes. I, he fucking <laughs> won't be, right? There will be hours a week where he's mm. got talking about shape, he's talking about roles, he's talking about jobs and responsibilities at different parts of the game. If, if you think that's not the case, you are literally fucking smoking crack. Right? <laughs> there's there's so much that goes in, into all of these literally. teams. Literally. Literally, literally. literally smoking ah, okay. crack. So that, that's the same thing with Lampard. Now, when you... Chelsea's a weird club, right? Because, I mean, for lots of reasons. But one of the weird things about him is that they managed to maintain success mm. while having a new manager every nine months. <laughs> And I think a lot of that was down to the sheer quality of the players. Now, a lot of that leadership, a bit like what happened with United mm. almost at once with Fergie going and that, was that we lost a lot of leadership. Chelsea maintained a lot of success with the likes of having Drogba and Essien and, and Lampard and stuff there. They maintained a lot of that success. One guy picked the team, but they knew what they were doing. Mm. I don't think that's the case at the moment. And it's, I find it very weird as well because Lampard was not a manager with a CV, like an Ancelotti, like a Mourinho, like Hiddink, all of them, even, Hiddink, yeah. yeah. All of the uh, appointments Scalari that as well, who yeah. won a World Cup. Yeah. Where you go, oh, he's coming in to win shit. Mm. Now, even, even Benitez had won a European Cup and he'd won... Mm, fucking can't. I mean, even... He'd, he had won major trophies as a manager. Yeah, but relax, he's no better than Steve Bruce. The, the, the thing with Lampard... Facts. Facts. The thing with Lampard is he hadn't had a proven track record of winning stuff. He'd done an okay job mm. with Derby. Now, people can dismiss Oli winning the uh, the league back-to-back -back in Norway, 
but he at least proved that he could take a group of players and make them successful. Mm. And uh, not fall out with them and mm. make them play better than they did the season before well, and he, all that thing. Yeah. Mulder had never won a league. This no. isn't taking over Rosenberg, who win it year in, year out. This is literally taking a team like fucking... I don't Watford. Newcastle, Watford, yeah. something like that. I just don't win stuff, mm. and winning a league with them, and then retaining it. It's, it was impressive. Now you can besmirch the the level of Norwegian football all you like, and I actually think the Championship's a hell of a league and hell of a competitive league. Doing well in the Championship should really bode well for doing well elsewhere. Albeit there's levels to this sort of football, uh, and you can't just. I mean, like, look at Bielsa extremely successful in the championship those players are championship level players yeah they've not really added a lot of premier league or european level players to that if he did does it move him up the league and then again is that the system or is that the fact that these are fucking european level players just playing at the level they're supposed to be playing at i think he definitely should have got more out of what he got there was some really bad games from them though you go they don't actually know what the fuck they're doing yeah. and that's something that's on the manager but by the same rule how fucking I hate this 18-month get rid. It's not long mm. enough. It's not long enough to implement a style. I think two or three years, and I'm a hypocrite, right? Because I, I think David Moyes wasn't cut out for United and I knew that after seven or eight months. Yeah. No, so, you wouldn't give him 18 months. No, but no, I get where you're coming from. But it's not all the same. You, you think they've, obvious, they've sacked him too early yeah. then? You think they've sacked him too early? I can get it. And I'm literally on camera a week ago saying, I can't believe he's still in the job. But that's mostly because of the metrics that you've seen from Chelsea mm. previously. Track record rather, of, yeah. of, of... Fucking hell, they are so trigger-happy. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that... I. It's not, it's not a, a method I agree with. It's more of a look at what they do. Yeah. Um, I think he should have been given a bit more time. I don't think he's experienced enough as a manager yet. And maybe that was the mistake in appointing him so early. Like, and it's the same with the Arteta thing. For whatever you think of Oli and whether you think the Norwegian league is you know, good enough to, to warrant a job at Manchester United, no being a perfectly valid opinion on that. Yeah. It, it was still, like Joe said there, managing a group of players for a successful enough longer long enough period of time where you've you've been through some shit. Yeah. You've you've learned some shit you would hope. And even the the Cardiff job, he's going to have learned things mm. from that. Things that are right and wrong. Arteta and Lampard have not had long enough in the job mm. to even see any lessons potentially. So I think I think it was too early, but maybe it was too early in getting the job in the first place. Two wrongs don't necessarily make a right. What, what, I want to know what the expectations was. Was yeah. the expectations for Frank Lampard so soon into this job to be better than Ancelotti, Mourinho, Pep Guardiola, that German fella at Liverpool, like Solskjaer. The German fella at Southampton. The German fella at Southampton. Or yeah. even Dean Smith. Yeah. Like, is any of that technically realistic? I don't know if it is. Yeah. I think the, the thing with, like you were saying, both of you made a point about Oli, as well, his transfers, he's used to having to deal with a transfer, having to identify a player he wants to bring in and bringing him in. Lampard went in there. They're on this transfer ban. I know they still, did they still sign two players? Well, they signed them before, before did they put them on loan. Yeah, yeah. well, Pulisic, Pulisic came in, yeah. having spent another few months at, at Dortmund. He came in, and then they completed the full signing of, of Kovacic, who was on Sorry, loan yeah. from, I think, Real Madrid. So they signed a couple of players in that yeah. time. They weren't new signings, yeah. but he, he had players that weren't there permanently that were now there permanently and a new player in Pulisic right. coming in. So 
they did have a transfer ban, but they sort of had people coming but in. The, yeah. My point the ones is, he took back off loan, he, especially. Yeah, yeah. He, he got There's a lot of players in off loan. Not to mention that. Mount and Abraham, whoever. Yeah. But my point is, he didn't have to. He didn't, he didn't have a transfer window where he goes, right, these are the targets I've got. These are the players I want to bring no, in. He didn't have then that. this season, he gets one in the summer where he goes, right, however it works with Chelsea, he identifies them or whatever, or they say, you're allowed these ones, and he'll go, okay. And Roman goes, you. I've been playing footy manager yeah. 20. Yeah, his habits. Got his, some ideas. You know, his chill well. <laughs> I think that's literally how it goes down at Chelsea. Pick that one. But the thing is, he's only just recently had that, and I think that sort of undid him as well because it's not worked out with his transfers. He hasn't had that experience to draw on. He hasn't had that where all he has, where he knows, like, and, and he's is, done it gradually, Ollie, hasn't he? He's yeah. done like identified first the defence, then the midfield, and he's worked sort yeah. of works his way around. If where if Werner had come in, Werner's missed all some once. outrageous number of chances. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. It is. It's not like he's just not quite settled and he's not found his feet he's not going in front of the goal he's just fucking missed loads yeah he's yeah, missed so many it's chances mad. it yeah. is mad now, I've seen him I've not seen a lot of him half of them misses at the back of the net yeah. they're probably four places higher in the table yeah. like that's the mad thing yeah. about this is like if Havertz and Werner hadn't have been utterly dog shit mm. he might have been in fifth mm. and then did he sack him I mean fuck knows with Chelsea they sacked people in third before so I'm saying like the, the metrics yeah it is a results business, but like you have to look at some sort of context. Why have they not been picking up results? Why has this happened? Why has that happened? And what's the benefit to to binning him? Like if you went down this route of we want to have you know a club legend that's the beacon for some of the academy players that are coming through because Chelsea have got a, a outrageous academy with a fantastic record mm. and it's got some wonderful talent in there. If they say, look, we want Lampard. Like, what does Roman Abramovich want? Because if you wanted serial winners he didn't appoint Lampard for that or no, it, no. it's mad if he did because yeah. that's just like hoping rather than proven now you bring Tuchel in and I get it and I like Tuchel and I think he's got a phenomenal record of overachieving including at Paris um, and alright he didn't win the Champions League but it's cup competition but if you look what he did in the league and especially what he did in the league in Germany and not just with Dortmund it was a Augsburg, I think, first. And even at Mainz, he had a good record for mm. a well-shit team in yeah, People think of him as <clears throat> one of their best ever managers, I think, at Mainz. Yeah. He's a very, very good manager that, that I think gets more than the sum of his parts. Now, if he replicates that at Chelsea, we're all in the shit because he really could challenge all of us. Mm. But what was that whole fucking 18-month Lampard experiment about then? Mm. And what does this mean for, like, Lampard's love child, Mason Mount? Well, I've seen some, <laughs> some people talking, Chelsea fans talking online about asking the exact same question of what was the point in this then? Like he, he was never going to be immediate success. We weren't in a position for immediate success because of the other managers in the league, the other squads in the league, the fact that they had a transfer ban. And I think the general consensus looking back at it now is that he was almost seen as a stopgap between, he can fill the gap in now, the, the standards are low with him, so the fans won't turn on him when we, if we don't finish top four this season with the transfer ban. Then next year, see how it goes, but we're quite willing to get rid of him for a more proven manager. He was almost like the fall guy that it doesn't matter. It's, it's sort of, it's win-win for Abramovich because you've hired a club legend who will get a bit more grace it's from the fans from anyway, and then you get there. to sack him when, <laughs> it, when a better manager comes along if he doesn't overachieve. Like, I think maybe he was just putting in there to be eaten by the system in 18 months. Where does Lampard go next? I can't I mean, imagine rebuild, he's going to win the Premier I can't imagine he's going to his career, on Guy TV. Back to the yeah, sky maybe, for a bit a and then back to the championship, yeah. I would say. Unless he wants to go like, I mean, what was it? I mean, I know it was, again, it was a former club thing. And again, sort of off the back of the Ole sign, I think Omri um, getting the Monaco job. 
like that it all there was a few of them in a row wasn't there and funnily enough Ollie is one of the few still standing um i could see him maybe going abroad lower half team in one of the other other big bigger leagues I but mean, otherwise it's got to be championship minted. surely yeah. it's the only league he's ever done well in and I mean, even I can't did imagine right getting a Premier League job. It was it. I got, mean, again, though, we got to the final of the, of yeah, the playoffs, playoffs, which is didn't fair he, enough. He got you know beat Leeds didn't he, in the semis, so I know they were falling apart. Yeah. It seemed at that well, point. people were saying it's Bielsa ball running out of steam or whatever. Um, but you know, the, the, fun, the funny thing with Lampard as well is, even when Ollie's been under pressure, if you want to compare the two, I think he's handled it well. But Lampard was unraveling in press conferences. And he's digging out. It's never, ones, I know, but it's never a good sign when a manager's. Proper having a go at journalists and arguing mm. with them and saying, Speaking "Oh, which, I read your articles and they're a load of rubbish," sort of thing. It feels very sort of like third season. That's why. Tackled, mm. That's it? why Ollie being just perma positive, annoyingly perma positive. If, if he ever does start digging people out, you know, oh shit, it's got Western. <laughs> well, you know, like the Everton game, wasn't it? The famous one, four 0 loss, and he's like, some of these won't be in that season. That's one of the few times where you've seen him yeah, drop a like... Yeah, that wasn't him having a go at the press No, but, no, but that's when never named one of the few times. He was and saying, rightly so. a general he, theme here. He rightly walks so around well. with Fergie's book under his arm. Yeah, he does. He Come really on. does. Like, Fergie's playbook is never out of his hand. Talking about all, we've got a super chat uh, from Matty Shajaj, I'm going with. And he said that Mulder was backed by a billionaire around the time they began winning, so they're more like City than Watford or Newcastle thoughts. I know they had money, but Don't again... about Norway. Again, but this thing, though... He's got experience of signing players and making mm. transfers. Yeah, and he also of, brought of a 17-year-old Harlan through. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So even if, it's, even if it's an experience where you've been at an advantage over everyone, he's still got that experience. You've got, yeah. you know, you've been able to do it. And, and then, good you know, enough for a billionaire new owner to keep him in charge rather than go and get someone fancy. Yeah. So Speaking of someone fancy then, so they've got Thomas Tuchel in now. I mean, I think the maximum Chelsea hope before this season is top four. And let's be honest, it's not impossible. Like you said, four wins in a row and they're right back in wild. there. Like, look at where United wild. were last season. We were sixth for like 28 weeks or something. So, And we finished third. So it's very possible they come back in the top four. Are you more worried about them now? Now they've got a manager who you seem to like, who may well be a bit more suited for instant success than, than Lampard was. And actually, now we sort of need to worry about them if we do have a drop in form. Yeah. Have we played them twice yet? We're not, have we? No, we've only played Fuck. everyone once. Um, 19 games. We've got to go to the bridge for it, haven't we? Yeah. Bollocks. Yeah. Um, I am and I'm not. There's a couple of factors at play here. He ain't going to get a pre-season. No. Might not get, he's probably not going to get any signings, I don't think. Interesting if he does. Uh, but here's the thing. Where are Chelsea? Obviously weak. Um, I, I think this, this... I don't know. I still don't like their forward line that much. Okay, but, but it's, it's ridiculous. But it's expensive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And realistically, polit politically, yeah. they're not getting rid of anyone and signing anyone else. No. Uh, on, uh, it's Chelsea, so they might, but I don't think they're going to. No. Um, so you got to say, right, Tuchel's got a piss with a cock he's got. He's not got a pre-season. You'd probably get a little bit of a reaction out the first couple of weeks because it's fresh ideas and, and generally younger players, which is quite a young team apart from Thiago Silva, are going to respond well to, to new ideas. And mm. um, the, the Rio podcast that we've just done is going out at five. Rio spent a bit of time with him, it seems, with Tuchel, which really? I did not know. Yeah. Not and anyone. he was like, he is meticulous. Well, for what, for what yeah. reasons? Is this just filming something? I think or? he was filming something. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. So he got, I think he was invited down to training and, and hung out with him and stuff like that. And he was like, he's meticulous. Rio seemed really impressed with that sort of technical aspect of coaching mm. uh, and the level of detail that he was going to. Um, I think it'd be... 
I think he'll be a success. Do you think there's going to ever be a pushback again? Well, that? I say a success. I don't fucking know what that means at Chelsea. Yeah, he wins. He might win a trophy and gets. <laughs> well, yeah, he seems to do quite well, yeah. don't they? they? They tend to win the Premier League every five years at least, or whatever. Yeah, uh, of the FA Cup. So you know, they, they do FA win Cup. trophies. Have they ever? Won, they've never won a, a a league though in the sort of post Lampard Terry era. Like they've never won a, a league without John Terry there, have they? Last one was Conte, the last one, wasn't it? And I think Terry yeah. played like 38 Terry games and then got sold. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, I think so. Not bad. So they were still using, like you said, that's a similar core that had been evolved over time, but that was still there were still a few tenants of those early years. Well, yeah. You've got to have your, come on. Yeah. Why um, you? Someone was saying, yeah, it's Rio meets PSG on BT. Yeah. Um, was the yeah, bit. talking about him being meticulous and all that. And again, it's hard to know exactly who does what and to what degree. But do you think there will be a pushback against, like, it seems at the moment, and I think it started with Jose, or it started with Wenger, and then evolved to Jose, and then evolved to Pep, and then you've seen, like... What, in terms of the prep? In t- no, in terms... Yeah, in terms Tactical. of, like, how meticulous... I don't think, I don't think how Wenger was. Was he not? No, I think he was But he was... That was the idea when he came in, wasn't it? And shapes. Well, yeah. I think he was big on diet, big on recovery. Well, that's what I mean. It's evolved from oh, what, no. what used to be, like, go out there and have fun, yeah. and then Wenger came in, it, this was how it was portrayed anyway, and he was a bit more, like savvy and like you said diet and off the field stuff yeah I don't think he was tactically no, meticulous but that's how it and then Jose came in and was more tactically meticulous and then Pep seems to Even be almost Rafa like Rafa Benitez people don't get yeah. Rafa Benitez was that as well Pep came in and was almost mathematically meticulous with but things. not tactically meticulous right. I think t- Pep is on the other end he's uh, patterns of play meticulous yeah. where he doesn't necessarily change his approach depending on the opposition Jose was 100% opposition led yeah. mm. he was uh, uh, Fergie Jersey seemed like the a little bit of a blend. He would always look at what the opposition's strengths was, mm. and then he would look at what their weaknesses was, and he would focus on what their weaknesses is. And it's just a, a different mentality. Jose's mm. like, this is how they're hurting us, and Fergie's yeah. like, this is how we beat them. Yeah. Like, Ollie, so Jose's different. stopping their strengths, and as and uh, uh, Fergie was exploiting their weaknesses. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a big super chat there from. Uh, res- resonating silence, very nice. And he said, Ollie's better than Frank, obviously, but is it worth considering that Ollie at United has legends that he can always seek advice from, unlike Chelsea, who don't have that culture? Maybe, do you think there is something like that? Although Frank Lampard sort of is, is that legend, isn't he? Or do you think the fact that there's still Fergie in and amongst there, there's people like Darren Fletcher and Carrick who have come in and we've, we've seen other people come well, in and help out as well? I, I wonder to what Does like, that help? It's got to on some degree, especially if the manager's comfortable with it. Mm. But the boot room at Liverpool was successful and then ultimately really unsuccessful. Yeah. So I think there's there's a blend. Like you can't you can't turn shit to gold, right? You can only mm. roll it in glitter a little bit. So I think if the players on the pitch are of sufficient quality, mm. then having the experienced people who know how to deal with quality players and they know the different sort of mindsets and you know, you've mm. got your t- it's, it's everything. Like, you can't just be good in one area. You can't have great players and then a fucking Alsatian on the touchline. It's not going to work like that. No. You can't be the fittest team in the world but can't kick a fucking ball. Like, you yeah. have to have balance and blend across all of these things. And, you know, going from the, the one extreme of... I was reading an article yesterday talking about, you know, how we have evolved into this. And I think it's never coming back. I think the genie's out of the bottle and you're never going back to that. Matt Busby was... His instructions was... We'll just pass it to someone in the same colour shirt. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, whereas now you're talking, you know, insane patterns of play. You're yeah. talking about literally 
NFL style moves yeah. on the cuff. Yeah. yeah, on the cuff. Like, I'm going to go here, that initiates you to move there, and that means the ball gets played there. Mm. You know, a third man run drill is literally pattern plays. Yeah. You know, this shit wouldn't have even been thought of. I mean, it wasn't thought of. In the 80s, Ron Atkinson was like, five a side, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Three times a week. Yeah, so you, you don't, you you don't want to know how he split the teams either. No, you don't. But like, right. if you think though, like certain things, like when you remember mobile phones, didn't need when mobile, no, phones that's true. mobile phones first came out, and the, they just got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And like we think with like painting and that for for like hundreds of years, it was how accurate can you draw someone's face? And then some fucker came along, and was like it's just cubes now, it's just like <laughs> just blobs and shit. And like oh, that's what. I, like I wonder if there will be like a a splintering off of like. The people who motivate and people who are great managers, Allardyce being the obvious example who's coming back into the league. What? What? Someone of a motivator. Of a motivator. What? You don't think he's a motivator? No. You don't think that's how he's been very successful? No. Why, what does he do then? He is the most fucking meticulously planned manager is in the league. Okay. In the league. Name a manager. Uh, you know. Dean Smith. Allardyce is more meticulous. Name a manager. Pep Guardiola. Mm. Allardyce is more meticulous. Because Pep Guardiola? Well, yeah, because, like I said, Pep is about patterns of play. Right. Allardyce is... All right, Allardyce be, literally well, changed well, well, the fucking thing. Is an example Bielsa. 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 Ooh. Come on. Uh, I think a lot With of all Bielsa is... folders. No, because uh, I think Bielsa don't give a fuck about the opposition. PowerPoints. He doesn't give a flying fuck about the opposition. Mm. He goes, that's how I want you to play, go. He don't give a fuck about the opposition. He spies on him training, doesn't he? And has a fucking yeah. PowerPoint presentation. And then concedes six goals in five minutes. I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying he's successful at it. But no. what I mean is, Allardyce is someone to, to come in and just be a bit, I've, I've go out there and have fun. Are you insane? There's no way that... I'm not, you, say, I'm not saying Allardyce is that. I'm saying managers who are like that, that older school, like you're talking about, Busby saying, pass it to someone in the same colour shirt. You don't think there's... The genius right. out of the bottle, we can't Joe, go back Joe to who that. that guy is? Who? who? That's Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Right. Do Almost won a league. Do not put oh, Sam Allardyce yeah. into that category, though, because Sam Allardyce has got this weird perception about okay. him. Sam Allardyce is a fucking science nerd, mm. and he doesn't look like it, but he is. He's the guy that introduced percentage football. He's the guy that introduced... He pre, People think that you're accrediting to Wenger. Mm. Sam Allardyce introduced more of that shit to the likes know, of Bolton and that. Do you know, at Bolton, we went around there once years ago at the training ground. It was after he'd left, and he had like the oxygen tank that he'd brought in. Mm. And that was like, he was like the first Premier League manager to, for injuries. I love bring that. In Sleep pods. Yeah. yeah. Sam it Allardyce. Like, it was still there from his tenure. He wasn't the manager anymore. I think it was... Uh, I love it. Owen Coyle was there. Sports but science. said like, this is from Allardyce's time, because he brought in all this sort of stuff. He was well into it. That's cool. He's got Footballers that didn't even know what a carbohydrate was until Sam well, I'd him. like to apologise to Sam Allardyce for perpetuating a, a rumour no that he's just kick it and have a laugh. No, that is literally Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan was like, we're getting overrun in midfield. Our defenders are a bit shit. And he was like, what are we going to do? And he's like, midfielder on. let's buy David Bay. Yeah. That's like, literally what happened. Bit, like Neil Warnock perhaps is a bit more that way. <laughs> I don't know. You see some of his half-time team talks and they do seem to be, you'll fucking die for this shirt. You'll die yeah, but that's for what my points. team talks are like. Yeah, but you're not managing the Premier League. <laughs> that's a good point, one, Yeah. Man. Um, but you think it's going to get more minute and more sophisticated and more detailed yeah, to the you know point I mean, where it is plays on You pitch. will have someone that always books the trend because that's, you know, that's mm. the way it works. It's a copycat league. So if everybody goes fully meticulous, like if, if everyone started, let's just say Pep, because it's a very obvious style of play. Everyone's yeah. going Pep, 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 right? Then a Kevin Keegan comes in mm. and he's like, fuck it. Do you know... 11v, like, just forwards. It seems Do you know what, though? We had, we've had this before, right? We had this stage of this sort of period where it was like that and everyone thought it was all innovative and mm. meticulous and you had, you know, 
Wenger with his 12 league draws to win yeah. the league. And then, and then Klopp you had, comes and brings had, long ball football no, back. But like, you had Benitez and everyone's like, oh, Benitez mm. with the Champions League. Mourinho back-to-back titles. And Fergie was more old school. Everyone thought, oh, he's a dinosaur now. He's done. Mm. And then he wins three titles in the Champions League. Then it goes, it yeah. comes on again. And everyone's like, oh, it's all back to this meticulousness. And, and, now planning. and, then, and then you had like Ranieri, yeah. who basically stuck with the same 11 players. Conte, who stuck with the Ranieri, same 11 players. He's a good example. Yeah, no, he did. Who did Con- shit everywhere Conte, except that one season. He went 3 4 3 or whatever it was and stuck with it for the rest of the season once he yeah. started winning. So sometimes it just comes around in cycles, I think. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily move forever. Because it seems like at the minute, everything is like, if it. you don't press really hard from the front, you're shit. That's and what I mean. You can never win. That's like, because we've been here before with this sort of thing of like, oh, this is how it is now. Yeah. People and need then to then be able to put their opinion in a tweet. Yeah. And it's way more nuanced than that. But when you get like, when you see, uh, look at Spanish football. Yeah. Spanish football literally became the Barcelona copycat league. Real Madrid did it a bit more direct and a bit yeah. more different, lied on individual brilliance and spending fucking billions on players. Oh, yes. And then Atletico Madrid was like, yeah, cool. No. We're just going to defend yeah. for 38 games against Incredibly everyone. Incredibly successful. Yeah, and so, they, what are they, seven points clear yeah, at the top of the league? When, the when you're the able to be different no. to the norm, mm. I mean, that's literally, Liverpool is this, people don't want to admit the truth, right? But Liverpool is a full 80s throwback football team. You go and watch, probably Liverpool, actually, mm. go and watch Liverpool in the 80s, They're go watch United teams. in the 80s, and see how much it's about, put it into the final third, win the second ball, get a shot off, energy, Tempo and aggression. It's a higher level. Mm. But Liverpool are like the best Sunday league team the world's ever seen. Mm. Like their, 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 their style of play is literally that. <laughs> it's not sophisticated. It's sophisticated in terms of how excellent they've been at it. Yeah. But it's extremely simple football. It's just extremely high energy that people who maybe don't have asthma can't attain. Right. So you think Tuchel maybe is going to bring a level of intensity and energy and... So, do you think sometimes for, for, for a manager that's coming into a, a team the way you're expected to be you successful quickly? The, the best Sunday league team. Actually, I'd yeah, say, I, I disagree with you slightly on the Liverpool thing. I think if you watch a lot of those 80s when you had the pass-back rule, a lot of it was keep the ball for half an hour at yeah. the back of the defence. But the way they attacked, the, the way but they I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Very much that. But yeah, with a, with a philosophy-led manager like Tuchel's a bit, uh, he's a bit more meticulous, like you said. Is it easy to sort of put players onto that framework and then have success more quickly? Or do you think a manager that does rely on high energy, just working hard, maybe more Klopp style, is more suited to quick success? Because that's what Chelsea need, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm not sure you can answer it. Yeah. I, I think it's entirely dependent on the players at your disposal and the, you know, the flexibility within mm. those players. Like, Tuchel's system, uh, which hasn't been the same everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, he's adapted it. You get Neymar and Mbappe in the team, you're going to adapt it. Mm. You know, his system, if Hudson and Dye don't fit it and Werner don't fit it, mm. then you can't play it. Yeah. Like, you have to be adaptive. And I think he is good enough to be adaptive. And ultimately, you have to look at what you've got in terms of your playing staff. Now, maybe he goes, I'd like to play a really high line. Mm. Oh, fucking Tiago Silva's about 506. Yeah. We're not going to do that. We're going to get slaughtered if we do that. You have to adapt to what you've got. And I think until you get... And this is why managers... Who signs more than that apart from Lampard? Who yeah. signs more than four players in a window? Don't really happen. Not generally. So unless it's a, 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 a takeover or something, and there's like, let's get eleven <laughs> players in, or let's do what Watford doing, just sorry, rent just, out another just point team. something out. That Sky Sports News has just tweeted. Pep Guardiola has described Sam Allardyce as a genius as he prepares to take his Man City side to West Bromwich Albion on Tuesday. There you go, genius. Pep's a go. prick. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's taking the piss? Yeah. Do you you do. <laughs> Do you, but you, you've almost described 
Sam Allardyce. No, is I a think Pep, Pep, uh, Sam Allardyce is one of the most innovative managers the Premier League has seen. Mm. Now, I don't know if he stayed on top of that innovation. Um, yeah. But in the 90s... He's still dragging around an old cooler box where you have to sit in after the game like, that he's been using for 25 he, years. He went and did a lot of learning in America. He, I think he finished his playing career at... Bloody hell, Sam. You've been doing a lot of learning. <laughs> uh, <where did laughs> he went over to America, didn't I? Who did he play for? Was it New Jersey? Oh, I don't know. Allardyce. Yeah. Like, Allardyce. I remember him. Blackpool. It's like people don't even remember Salah as a player. I mean, he was before my time, but like I know he was a player. Yeah. Um, his son, uh, grandson even, came through United's Academy. He was very good as well. I think he's at... Turkey, mm. something like that. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? Hey, also called Sam Allardyce. says he's a genius. Yeah. And, and he thinks he's, he's some fucking kick and rush knobhead. He's, the reason he said he's a genius is because he goes, it's not easy to come into the teams that he comes into. And yeah. Keep them Bolton! Yeah. And I hate Bolton. And they can fuck off. But that Bolton team, Yuri Jorkayev, JJ Okocha, mm. Nicholas Anelka, fuck off. What a team that was. <laughs> and where about it now? League One? You'll best. Fully fucking bankrupt. Nick Sue, Patalainen. Do you That's know what I mean? Players they did. They, they, and he played good football with them. They were hard to beat. I remember that there was a time... Coming to fucking Europe, Joe. Yeah. They beat United 2-1 one time and we were on the side of the road, me and my dad like listening to it on the car radio. Just like... Can't believe this has happened. This wasn't meant to happen. Yeah, there was always this thing with Bolton fans where they thought they were like our rivals and yeah. it's just like, what are you on about? Well, it's also to go, oh, I'm from Manchester. All right, where about Bolton? Thought you said from Manchester. Uh, yeah, has Manchester moved? <laughs> mm, well, you don't rate Tuchel, do you? I don't not rate him. I, ju- I do. I mean, when I say you, me and you were both critical of him before and, off camera. And he's, he's won in his career. He's won two leagues with PSG. Yeah, of course. Fair enough. Yeah. He's won them. Not going to take them away, but it's winning the league with PSG. <laughs> and he's won a German Cup with with Dortmund. And he's got this sixty-two percent win percentage with Dortmund. Fantastic. Seventy. Well, whatever. The thing I saw said 62. Maybe that was a league. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. He's got a, a great win. He's got a, <laughs> the thing I said. I think he's got a better win ratio with Dortmund than Fergie had with United. So you want to read into win ratios what you want. But he hasn't won much with it. The only so reason I'm like, not a big fan with Tuchel uh, is because uh, uh, I just saw him get beat off the Scousers when he was 3-0 up at Dortmund and that just put me off him for life. And he got beat by us. Yeah. yeah. We absolutely fucking bitch slapped him. With yeah. Pereira and that pulling the strings. Yeah, so I, I'm not... And uh, I mean, also, I know that they beat us at Old Trafford and we beat them away. But even this season, I wasn't particularly impressed with, with PSG. I thought we, we were clearly better the, team, the better team away and we had way more chances than them at Old I Trafford. I wonder how much of yeah, that is. Agreed. I'm not saying he's you a know. bad manager. I'm just saying he, he, he hasn't won a lot either. No, but they did get to the final. Yeah. You're giving him that though. Because you don't give, you won't say, oh, well, Poch got to the final. I fucking wouldn't. All right, yeah, fair play. Mm. Thank you. Um, but, no. It, nice. Well done, Jay. <laughs> I was expecting a bit more of a rounded stage. Just no. yeah, fair play. Right, okay, no, I'll you can't, I can't argue that. <laughs> no, I, I think the, the difficulty is, and this is what I was getting to, is I think the difficulty is when you're um, playing in a league like France mm. and you're literally going playing some fucking nuggets <laughs> and then you've got to go play a good team on a Wednesday night. It's got to be hard. Whereas I think the gift and the curse <laughs> and a prep of what? You just, you're such a wordsmith. And the way you ingratiate yourself with everyone in Europe, you like... You know. Oh, fuck them. You like that Angela Merkel. Nonte. Of this, of this channel. Nonte, you can nug- fuck off. Just some nuggets. Guinamp, fuck <laughs> off. Hey, you shit. That's the French League sorted then. Lens, hey, don't get me fuck st- off. Don't get me started on the Germans. Some yeah. fucking nuggets. Right? <laughs> but imagine how hard it is. Get yourselves back up for a, a game. And the gift and the curse of the Premier League is that it's minging. Yeah. Every yeah, game is yeah. minging. And I think it prepares you. That old iron sharpens iron. Mm. You know, Conor McGregor got fucking ice this weekend. Do you think if he was like, 
having harder competition in the build-up to this, he'd have been better prepared. Mm. You think he was just, you know, smacking around fucking children in his gym is good preparation. That's literally the footballing equivalent of what PSG do. Mm. They smack around a load of children and on a big stage. They've got some amazing players, mm. but they're not sharp enough to take on uh, people who like are Bayern fighting. Munich. Yeah. I mean, and, it, and you know, even Bayern Munich have got more competition in oh, the German way league. much more. I know Leon, Leon were decent last season, but... They're up and down, in and out. Dortmund are consistently a good team. Yeah, Leipzig Miles have been consistently year, a good yeah. team. Uh, you know, in, in recent seasons, and they, have, they usually have another challenger or two coming in and out. It's definitely a higher standard, isn't it? Overall, I think Germany than than, than France <laughs> than the Nuggets in France. Some fucking Nuggets. <laughs> Big Dosser with the super chat says, "I have my doubts about Oli, but he's proved me wrong every week, and long may it continue." I don't. I like that. Yeah. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. You had your doubts, so you yeah. have your doubts. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he's proving me wrong. Fair <laughs> enough. Central's just got rid of Thiago Silva and then turned up and gone, fuck! Oh, oh imagine shit, being yeah. Thiago Silva now. <laughs> fucking, I just left him. Yeah. yeah, so maybe he does need a centre half. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to walk in and be like, hey, guess who's fucking off? You! <laughs> <laughs> Again! Literally, like what happened to yeah. Fellaini? Fellaini walked in and went, hi, boss. He went, ha ha, see you later, clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Right, should we wrap it up there? Yeah. You're going to explain what happened with your jacket? I just bought a jacket, didn't I? Okay. But, I'm a, but it's my top of the league jacket. All oh, right. So it's my celebratory jacket. I, I like your jacket. I can, thank you, Steve. I can only wear it um, when we're top of the league and I'm milking it because if City win their game in hand, we ain't top of the league no more and I've got to throw it away. Yeah, but that game in hand's not for ages. That's true. Um, I went on Premier League piss take early, which is coming out at seven o'clock. Me and Adam taking the piss out of all sorts. Liverpool have lost twice, once to Manchester United. All the other teams are shite. When's that coming out? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Right, I'm going to tell you what the rest of your night looks like then. Go on. You're going to go from here yeah. and you're going to go watch the paddock. FC documentary because it's fucking class and Clint Boone's narrating it off the radio voice of an angel of an angel and one of the coolest bands to come out of Manchester the the, the best band to ever have no Gallagher associated with them wow yeah. um, <laughs> you're going to watch that then you're going to go watch what me and Rio and Fabrizio Romano had to say about this and that Romano's got some news on Pogba uh, at five on five then you're going to come back over here and watch Premier League piss take uh, then you're going to have forgot you meant to cook tea and get a takeaway. Oh, what, a, oh, what takeaway are they getting? Monday night takeaway. Oh, Cheeky that. Chinese. Cheeky that one, Steve. Just the appetizers. Don't go fucking mad. It's Monday. Oh, mate, that's naughty. Lovely stuff. Right. Very good. Thank you, everyone, uh, for joining us at home. Cheers, Steve. Cheers, Jay. Thank you once again. Um, make sure you check out the memberships if you haven't already. We've got another members-only podcast going out this week. Uh, and there's also a members-only Facebook group, which we don't talk about enough. Uh, but if you go pretty on active. Facebook, uh, it's called what, Stratford Paddock Group of Legends. Something of, of, of that description. Well, you get the link if you remember. You get the link if you remember, so you'll find out about that. Um, but yeah, join if you would like to. It helps us out yeah. and you get loads of extra uh, stuff and, as well. And Joe does like, I don't know, uh, free live streams a week from his bath. Mm. That's the only reason I subscribe to it. Bath cam. Bath bath cam yeah. They call it the bath bomb. Who needs only fans? I'm dropping bombs from Joe the bath. Joe needs bath cam. Yeah. yeah. No cop, no. It's family has, show. He always has the bubbles yeah. in the way. No, no bubbles are a little squeezy. It's a family show. Strategically placed yeah. bubbles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little matey bubble. Uh, we've got one more super chat before we go from George Lopez. He said, Cavani should be a starter. Also, we need to strengthen our right wing urgently. I completely agree with that. All our attackers, uh, Atracos, I guess that means attackers, uh, only come Attacks. from the left. Greetings from Ecuador since 2003. Amazing. Thank you very much, uh, George. I agree with that. He should be a starter. He's proven that now, hasn't he? He was good again the other day. And we definitely need a right winger. And I'm going to be saying Atracos instead of attacks permanently from now on because I, I like love that. that. Uh, once again, thank you very much for joining us, uh, and we'll see you next time. See you in a bit.
Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.